You're listening to the Weekly Bible Lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, July 10, 2022. Subject, Sacrament. The golden text is from Proverbs. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. I will read from the Bible. Micah Wherewith shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings? with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. 1 Kings Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, and all the heads of the tribes, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel, unto King Solomon in Jerusalem, that they might bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto King Solomon at the feast in the month Ethanim, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark, and they brought up the ark of the Lord, and the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle, even those did the priests and the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen, that could not be told nor numbered for multitude. And the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place, 
into the oracle of the house, to the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their two wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark and the staves thereof above. And they drew out the staves, that the ends of the staves were seen out in the holy place before the oracle. And they were not seen without, and there they are unto this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables of stone, which Moses put there at Horeb, when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel, when they came out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Romans I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Matthew Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now, when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and blessed it, and brake it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. John Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. Then delivered he him therefore unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place 
called the place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him, and two other with him, on either side one, and Jesus in the midst. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself, and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved, because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Hebrews Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. The substance of all devotion is the reflection and demonstration of divine love, healing sickness, and destroying sin. Our Master said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. The spiritual essence of blood is sacrifice. The efficacy of Jesus' spiritual offering is infinitely greater than can be expressed by our sense of human blood. The material blood of Jesus was no more efficacious to cleanse from sin 
when it was shed upon the accursed tree than when it was flowing in his veins as he went daily about his father's business. His true flesh and blood were his life, and they truly eat his flesh and drink his blood who partake of that divine life. The Passover, which Jesus ate with his disciples in the month Nisan, on the night before his crucifixion, was a mournful occasion, a sad supper taken at the close of day in the twilight of a glorious career with shadows fast falling around. And this supper closed forever Jesus' ritualism or concessions to matter. His followers sorrowful and silent, anticipating the hour of their master's betrayal, partook of the heavenly manna, which of old had fed in the wilderness the persecuted followers of truth. Their bread indeed came down from heaven. It was the great truth of spiritual being, healing the sick and casting out error, their master had explained it all before, and now this bread was feeding and sustaining them. They had borne this bread from house to house, breaking, explaining it to others, and now it comforted themselves. For this truth of spiritual being, their master was about to suffer violence and drain to the dregs his cup of sorrow. He must leave them, with the great glory of an everlasting victory overshadowing him. He gave thanks and said, Drink ye all of it. When the human element in him struggled with the divine, our great teacher said, Not my will, but thine be done. That is, let not the flesh, but the spirit be represented in me. This is the new understanding of spiritual love. It gives all for Christ or truth. It blesses its enemies, heals the sick, casts out error, raises the dead from trespasses and sins, and preaches the gospel to the poor, the meek in heart. What a contrast between our Lord's last supper and his last spiritual breakfast with his disciples in the bright morning hours at the joyful meeting on the shore of the Galilean Sea. His gloom had passed into glory, and his disciples' grief into repentance, hearts chastened, and pride rebuked. This spiritual meeting with our Lord in the dawn of a new light is the morning meal which Christian scientists commemorate. They bow before Christ, truth, 
to receive more of his reappearing and silently to commune with the divine principle, love. They celebrate their Lord's victory over death, his probation in the flesh after death, its exemplification of human probation, and his spiritual and final ascension above matter, or the flesh, when he rose out of material sight. Our baptism is a purification from all error. Our Eucharist is spiritual communion with the one God. Our bread, which cometh down from heaven, is truth. Our cup is the cross. Our wine, the inspiration of love, the draft our master drank and commended to his followers. Jesus' last proof was the highest, the most convincing, the most profitable to his students. The malignity of brutal persecutors, the treason and suicide of his betrayer, were overruled by divine love to the glorification of the man and of the true idea of God, which Jesus' persecutors had mocked and tried to slay. The final demonstration of the truth which Jesus taught and for which he was crucified opened a new era for the world. Those who slew him to stay his influence perpetuated and extended it. Jesus rose higher in demonstration because of the cup of bitterness he drank. Human law had condemned him, but he was demonstrating divine science. Out of reach of the barbarity of his enemies, he was acting under spiritual law in defiance of matter and mortality, and that spiritual law sustained him. The divine must overcome the human at every point. The science Jesus taught and lived must triumph over all material beliefs about life, substance, and intelligence and the multitudinous errors growing from such beliefs. Love must triumph over hate. Truth and life must seal the victory over error and death, before the thorns can be laid aside for a crown, the benediction follow, Well done, good and faithful servant, and the supremacy of spirit be demonstrated. Are all who eat bread and drink wine in memory of Jesus willing truly to drink his cup, take his cross, and leave all for the Christ principle? Then why ascribe this inspiration to a dead rite instead of showing, by casting out error and making the body wholly acceptable unto God, that truth has come to the understanding 
If Christ's truth has come to us in demonstration, no other commemoration is requisite. For demonstration is Emmanuel, or God with us. And if a friend be with us, why need we memorials of that friend? If all who ever partook of the sacrament had really commemorated the sufferings of Jesus and drunk of his cup, they would have revolutionized the world. If all who seek his commemoration through material symbols will take up the cross, heal the sick, cast out evils, and preach Christ or truth to the poor, the receptive thought, they will bring in the millennium. I will now read the three daily duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind, and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion, and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson has been prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of citations from the King James Bible and the Christian Science Textbook. Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. 
For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.